The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi, the mind that matters. With your host with the most, Mexi Pants. Yes, coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio, the city that is back open and apparently where snitches get stitches. Because quite frankly, I'm tired of everybody snitching on everybody because they're not social distancing. Listen. If they're going to get in trouble, they're going to get in trouble. That's fine. But we don't need bitches. Snitches should have to report to the government and the authorities. Kind of like, you know, sex offenders. I'm just saying. But anyway, today's podcast, we're going to talk about the audacity of some people. And how most of you people in society live in denial. Now, I will say one thing about the COVID-19 epidemic is that it has gotten rid of all the useless employees in most places. And also at my job. Like, I am now down to two people only that I I would immediately fire and replace. We all know who, who those two people are. And we'll talk about the nonsense they do. These people are being paid salary, yet they don't average 40 hours a week. It is ridiculous. I don't understand how one is in charge of managing everything, you know. Paying invoices, doing payroll, cutting checks, helping with dispersing. Basically, before her buddy buddy Teresa left, they were the accounting team. Yet now, the holdup is with people in accounting because the checks are not being cut fast enough. Oh, the disbursements are not happening at a, at a, in a timely manner. Shocker. When you have other people who are depositing the checks, sending out the final pay letters, sending out checks, signing power of attorneys, sending the releases to the adjusters, and paying invoices... While also processing the mail. Yeah. You're basically having three other individuals. Do your job. While still having your job. That's four people doing one person's job. Yet. That person's getting a 40 hour salary. 40 hour week salary. That, that, that's insane. The other person. And, you know, the infamous negotiator who 
that's not even a right term to call them because basically, quite frankly, it's just about a phone call here and there. Which, as somebody who now has to assist with the negotiating, now I realize that the actual phone calls to the adjuster is two seconds. The art of negotiating is reducing every other fee. Reducing liens, getting reductions here and there from the chiropractor. That is where everything takes time. So, why on earth do we pay someone who apparently, and mind you, these people are supposed to clock in and out. Oh, their remote access doesn't work half the time, so they can't clock in and out. Shocker. One works permanently from home, can't even grab the files he's supposed to be working on, yet he doesn't tell the clients anything about the offer until he knows that all he has to do is make one phone call. No, that's ridiculous. If I literally kicked back to every idiot that was supposed to do what they were supposed to do at my firm before I made the two phone calls it takes to get to the top offer, no, that's not happening. That is insane. No. Definitely not occurring. Because here's the thing. You got to realize, how does he negotiate his files? Oh, yeah, he he needs to set up Medicaid's. He doesn't do it. He doesn't know how to create the HIPAA. It'd be great if he could just put the HIPAA release form that I need to do it since now I'm in charge of following up on escrow and Medicaid's for the entire fucking firm. It'd be great if he at least would remote in to create the HIPAA. He doesn't do it. Why? Because he either doesn't know how to or he's that lazy. And he just settles and saves half into escrow. Yeah. That means that I have to figure out which ones he escrowed. Oh, yeah. Balance checking is one phone call to the providers. Assuming nothing's on the actual bills themselves. Because if the bills show a balance of zero, you have to balance check shit. The balance is zero. But yet this person's getting 40 hours a week doing nothing but making phone calls. Yet he has not beaten me in the two and a half months that we've been negotiating at the same time. Well, mind you, month of May, this is the last podcast of the month of May 2020. And I would like to point out that me dishing out 35 and 30 to his whatever his final number is going to be tomorrow doesn't fucking matter I did the math heading into this final week of May the motherfucker has settled maybe 130,000 in fees and and settlement money I settled one file for 85,000 one that's basically more than half of his what he's done this month but yes, let's pay him 40 hours a week. 
I am glad that this COVID-19 has gotten rid of the rest of the turds. We're down to these last two. But the reason we're bringing this up is because these people live in denial. They actually think that they're good employees. Case in point, one of our former attorneys who now works at a different firm messaged me to ask me what I thought about Christina, who used to work at our firm. And I said, you remember how you would bitch about all the litigation files? Yeah. Well, guess why they're, they were that way. Oh, oh, it's that, it's that Christina? Yeah, it's that Christina. You know, the one whose son got murdered because he shot another kid and then got gunned down. And then just once, once good old, good old Madri left. Oh, I'm leaving too. I'm peace out. Bye. Because he was giving me all the easy shit. And we're and that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna analyze each person that's come through my office and realize just how ridiculous hiring these people is. For anybody else who wants to hire these people, let's start with when we had good old Gina at the firm. The woman would tell stories about how she was the best at ordering medical records, yet she couldn't even open up a file. And by open up a file, we mean put the intake in there, put the fee agreement, upload the fee agreement, put the HIPAA in the file, make sure everything's in, in the actual physical file where it's supposed to be. Yeah, no, none of that. She didn't know how to do a fucking intake. She somehow almost lasted a year at our firm thanks to befriending you-know-who who manages everything else. How was this possible? I don't know. But I realized she was terrible the moment they tried to get her to order my medical records. I would see faxes that would go to places that weren't even the correct place. She would send a medical release to a photographs department at a police station. How many police stations do you know have an actual photographs department? I'll wait for the answer. Yeah, that's what I thought. She got gone. She got fired. Her BFF, the uh, former secretary, whose lesbian friend was the secretary up north at the north office back in the day, they both couldn't even answer phone calls. So they got gone. Kudo Paja, who now works for the Department of fucking Medicaid. This is why the government's so fucking slow. Because you hire people who are fucking slow and don't know how to do shit other than maybe type a little bit fast on the keyboard. She couldn't do personal injury. She would nap at her desk and bring her granddaughter to the office like we're some fucking daycare. She was charging 60 hours a week to put up four demands a month. And she got caught, she got fired. Now, she helps review the Medicaid liens for the subrogation team, HMS, for the Department of Medicaid. She only handles Last names with uh, letters, uh, last name letters J through L, but guess which ones take forever to get to me? Mm hmm, J through L.
But anywho, you know, she's an excellent employee. Then we have Teresa, who somehow also didn't know anything about personal injury. When I started, she asked me what the difference was between a coverage denial and a liability denial. And she had been working at our firm for years. She was also putting up five demands a month. And when everybody else was getting terminated because they sucked, oh, it just so happened that the accounting guy left. Oh, I have some experience in accounting. Yeah, invoices would get paid at a slow rate of speed because she was 100 years old. Imagine a T-Rex working in accounting. She would pay everything by check when most things can be done electronically. And then she would dress like she was 17, even though she was probably 100. Yes, this is the person. And, and mind you, she didn't even get fired. She moved to Kentucky. I don't know why, because maybe she thought she was going to get canned for stealing from the firm. But, you know, that's no here, no there. That's speculation. I don't know. Now, we're not going to details about Drima, Sandra, and all the other idiots who came before me that I had to fix their fucking files. Because if you think the ones I'm currently listing are bad, imagine people worse that don't know anything about personal injury or working at a firm. But let's continue. Before we do, though, let's remind everybody of our sponsors. As always, Super Studios 253. Sign up for online classes, yoga, running. Running is not canceled. Join Team Super at Super Studios 253. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first class. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor of the MEXI My Matters podcast. As is American National. Join now. Save on your bundling. But especially in the time of need. There's less driving. But accidents will still happen. American National. Use the same promo code Mexi. And save on your bundling. Home, life, auto. You know the deal. American National. A proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And let us not forget, hand and still massage. Mexi goes to the one in Polaris, but you can go to Dublin, Black Lake, Polaris, anywhere in the country. Use the promo code Mexi and save on your first week's massage or your membership. Extra perks not included, we must remind. Hand and still massage, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, carrying on, Emily, the person who quit eight times, came back eight times. Then finally left because she missed more days than the man she actually sent out. And her files were terrible. The main issue with her was... Now, Teresa was slow and didn't know anything about personal injury, but at least files were somewhat organized. Emily organized as well. However, would never order medical records until they she knew that the person was done treating. But again, she would not call them to see if they were done treating. She would wait for them to call. And then she would never set up liens properly. I didn't know how to set up a lien. I was never taught. What? Yeah. Then we have good old Heather who came in, refused to be trained properly, thought she knew everything, 
and just spend a month complaining and actually was the first person to say that the manager was the reason why she decided to get a better job. But we realized that what this person did not actually know. If you don't even know how to change the size of something that you're scanning with your scanner printer, you don't know how to work at an office. If you don't know how to fix a printer, use a fax machine. Yeah, you don't know how to do anything in an office. Especially if you're older than me. Another lady, Johnny's, same thing. I don't know what her background was, but she was too nice. They tried to train her to do intakes. She didn't want to do it. She didn't want to have to yell at people. And again, didn't know how to use the fax machine. Didn't know how to set up a lean. Didn't know how to freaking reduce the size of files that you're scanning. How on earth do you claim you you want to work at a firm? She just disappeared, ghosted. Now she works at Kroger as a bag lady. Oh, let's not forget my favorites. Good old Joshy Poo. Mr. I, I'm autistic, but we don't really know. Because I didn't see any medical paperwork to say, to prove the following. This is the man that when we did his interview, he couldn't figure out how to open the front door. Now, mind you, he was very good at aggravating the shit out of people to get medical records. Now, whether he ordered them from the correct place or followed the instructions correctly, that is a different story. But at least he somewhat took care of some of the files in a somewhat timely manner. But he just got fed up and then went back to his old firm where now he works as the mailroom guy. He couldn't even sort the mail himself for his own files. He basically decided to take a pay cut and go back to working at his old firm as the mailroom guy. Now, if I don't even know if he got if he got let go with the whole COVID nineteen, but he decided to do that because he was sick and tired of again manager riding his ass, telling him to do things ten different ways when she has no clue how to do things herself. Yeah. Moving on to. Barbara, a.k.a., well, you know, sleeps with Ken, comes in and decides, oh, I'm going to change up the game because now I'm pissed at Ken for breaking up with me. So now we're going to double check everything and we're going to make sure we have all these leans because he misses leans. I don't. Let me get you. Let me give you some word of advice. Yes, when you sign up for a personal injury case, you should have your health insurance cards, your driver's license, your social security card. All that stuff should be with you. Even if you're going to a chiropractor, it's a medical provider. You should have that stuff with you. But if you don't, some and somehow we don't have it, you don't need the fucking card to set up a fucking lean. As long as you have the correct data for social, you should be able to do it as long as you know who the fuck you're calling. Oh, I'm a former adjuster for bodily injury. I know how to negotiate. Mind you, I will give you, you do it better than Ken, 
but I guess that's saying a lot. It's an art of playing tennis, of going back and forth, of knowing what to ask for, knowing how to be crude, knowing how to hang up, knowing what the client fucking wants. If you're not going to even call your clients to ask them, what do you think you want in your pocket? And you just want to send them a text and an email and then send them a copy of our own disbursement sheet? That is ridiculous. This is also the person who wanted and somehow got the manager on board to agree to send everybody a copy of their motherfucking demand. You know how much a waste of time that is? We're not getting paid to send them a copy of it. They don't need to see a copy of it. There's no law that says you have to. As long as you don't put an amount on there, you don't have to show them shit. You run it by them. You make sure they confirm the treatment. Done. Bam. Now, why was she doing that? Oh, because, oh, I didn't even know. Uh, the man was sent. Uh, nobody told me. Yeah, because when you're cleaning up files from other people, you don't have time to fucking tell them, hey, the jack wagon before me took two years to send this out. So, oh, let's let's send them a copy of this. Let's send them a copy of that. No. Any personal injury attorney will tell you, you don't even see where the funds go until you have to come sign. But your attorney should have already discussed that with you before signing, which is what we do. You need to send them a copy of anything. You don't even have to send the chiropractors or anybody you're getting a reduction from a copy of shit. I right now have to send them a copy because they're so used to this bitch sending them copies of shit that now I have no other choice. But guess what? Took me half a month to beat her numbers. In half a month. And just like Ken, they don't know how to fucking order HIPAA. She never knew how to even do a letter on Word. If you don't know how to use Microsoft Word to send anything on a letterhead, you should not be working in any kind of office. Oh, but she dances at the at the Haunted Hoochie in the fall. Let me know how that goes during corona, uh, COVID-19 season. Anywho. Oh, but no, but you know, she doesn't want to do that the rest of her life. She wants to work. She wants, she wants to be a personal trainer. Even though she has no certification to be a personal trainer. And none of her clients are any serious about losing weight. You know, all five of them. But, you know, she got tired of Ken, got tired of the manager, got tired of being yelled at for not doing shit in a timely manner. Oh, shocker. I could do it faster? Oh, yeah. Now, she's a bodily injury adjuster back at Root Insurance. You know, a way better company. Because, you know, so many people have Root Insurance as their insurance. Shaking my fucking head. But anyways, oh, I forgot the coup de gras. The two intake guys who were somehow case managers too. Good old Madri who was suspended by the bar and working at a legal firm and didn't tell anyone. Oh, yeah, he he got fired. Because we got in trouble for that. Oh, Mr. Good old Itan who just ghosts everybody. Oh, doesn't want to work during the pandemic. 
has no health conditions whatsoever, supposedly. He has some, but I didn't see any paperwork on it. So, no. Looks healthier than an ox. Whatever. Again, would take vacations, even though he had no vacation time. Would sign up clients with saying whatever he wanted to say that was not even true. I would wish I was there to hear the nonsense that he would actually say. But I caught him on a few occasions telling me he would never say things. But then I would hear him say it on the phone or at his desk. Probably the most organized files I had to take over. But at least, you know, that's not saying a lot. I'd prefer solid turds over diarrhea any day of the week. That's that's not that's not a compliment. I don't know why he always took that as a compliment, saying that his files were the least shitty. But yeah, I had clients who told me that he basically told them that they would get a new truck. Oh yeah, we'll handle your property damage. Oh yeah, we could definitely argue that. No. 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 Pandemic, they just disappeared. No, I don't want to work. Sorry. Stop getting paid. Now, we don't have shitty intakes. Oh. Let's not forget the most recent departures. Good old Mr. 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 P, Mr. Pettit, who he knew and understood personal injury because his dad's an attorney, but he hated our unusual software. He hated GrowPath. So he never did anything on there. So on on the system, it kind of shows that he didn't do shit. But I knew. I knew where to look to, sh- to know that he actually did stuff. So it took me less time to fix his files out of any other people. Because I knew where to look. Lisa, who, you know, was the assistant for Jeff... One of the attorneys who, again, just let file sit in litigation and got fucked over by the bar twice because he wasn't doing shit. And then we had to terminate him. Yep. He's long gone. Lisa was his assistant. But she had no clue what he was doing. No clue whatsoever. Now, she doesn't know how the case managed. Oh, I can't fix these people's files. I don't know what I'm doing. But yes, she still has a job somehow. Yeah, Pettit... Easiest files to fix. But now he wants to come back because he now just had his, his LSAT. I'm sorry. Do you really think we're going to hire somebody who does not fix their software files? If your software file does not match your actual hard file, no. Nobody's going to want you. He's the only person I know of that applied at my old firm and got turned down after an initial interview. Yeah, he wants to apply to like other law firms here in town. Personal injury. I'm like, dude, you can't handle our software. Do you think you're going to handle needles, my case, or any other software? You don't listen to our manager. You think you're going to listen to other people? No. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And good old Miranda. Yeah. Miss, oh, I was offered the manager job, but I turned it down. Oh, I just want to get a job because I want to be out of the home because I'm tired of being a housewife with my two kids, three kids, whatever. Uh, so you were working way back when at the same law firm where, where Josh came from. You were complaining about Josh. You were complaining about everybody else's files. But yet you would make notes saying you did stuff on files, but then it turns out you never did. You didn't even have logins to our vendors that we get medical records from and you would claim 
and tell clients, oh yeah, we're just waiting on this. You never ordered it. Oh, but these are the kind of people that are now out in the world applying for other jobs. Christina's trying to apply as a litigation paralegal somewhere else. And I had to, if I had not gotten that text from our former attorney, she would be working there right now. And she would hit the fan over there. Emily's at some firm downtown. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know they, they paid you to not go to work. She has a kid she can't even take care of. How does Children's Services not have that child yet? I don't even fucking know. Who lets you just ghost and go to Florida and never come back and then you want to come back to the firm? No. Do you think... Here's the thing that people don't understand. You don't have to give a firm or any employer that you're applying to references if they don't ask for them. Because if you do... And you're that stupid. They're going to call these references. And we're not going to say good things. If you are actually in denial. And you think you were a good worker. You're insane. And if for any employer listening out there. Please do not hire these morons. And if you already did. Sorry. This pandemic has been has altered lives, but at least it's brought me some positives. And for those who don't know, I actually looked up, we're going to end the podcast with that, I looked up what I was asking for for the last two fucking weeks. What is the percentage of deaths in the motherfucking U.S. for ages 0 to 18 and and 18 to 45 with people with no pre-existing conditions and healthy lifestyles. I couldn't find one with those specific parameters. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have the data I asked for? Okay, great. However, I did find on NPR, they actually had one this year of all the curves per age group. Total. So pre-existing and non-pre-existing alike. They had all of them. And guess what the two lowest curves are? Zero to 25 years old and 25 to 45. They're the two lowest curves of all the age groups. Oh, I'm sorry. I wonder why that is. Oh, yeah. Zero to 25 encompasses zero to 17. So it doesn't affect children. Shocker. They can still carry it, but it doesn't affect them. Oh, okay. Great. And 25 to 45. Hmm. Aren't those the people born in the late 70s, in the 80s, and early 90s? Oh, yeah. the what, we, what I like to call the last smart generation. But apparently, people refer to them as the millennials. Before all the other generations after that are now the Riri's. Riri's 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. We're the ones that know washing your hands. You shouldn't have to be told to do that. We're the ones that know... You don't ride in public like an idiot. We're the ones that know you don't lick subway poles. Yeah. We're the ones that know if you can't afford to live a lifestyle yourself, you should not be spreading your legs and having babies. Because then you're going to create more reries. Yeah. We're the last generation of that. Now, mind you, there are some deaths of that. Because like I said, the NPR website where I found the data does not separate pre-existing and existing conditions. It doesn't, it doesn't separate them. 
But look at that. Oh, you're within that age group? Yeah, as long as you act correct, you are fine. You should not be wearing masks. You should not be doing none of this stupid shit. You are fine. Everybody else over 45 and above, yeah, I'm okay sacrificing you. I saw a meme the other day that said, if you had to sacrifice a state in the U.S. and this COVID-19 nonsense would end tomorrow, which state would it be? Um, I have a list of 10. Wyoming, Montana, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Nebraska. I mean, take your pick. I'll give you any one of those. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and you learned a lesson. Don't hire anybody without double-checking your stats. A lot of people live in denial and think they deserve jobs. Here's the thing. I have never applied for a job that I look at the qualifications and what they require, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have, you know, some of these things I don't have. I don't want to do them an injustice. I'm not going to apply. That's what people should be doing. Common sense. Not living in denial. Lesson to be taken from this. Please. As always, all the episodes are online on iTunes and SoundCloud. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up with questions and Until next time, we'll see you in June, as always, where there's a Mexican, there's a motherfucking way.